You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Science of Superpowers. I am very excited for today's conversation. I, you know, I have pretty much the coolest gig around, I think. I get to meet really amazing people and um, have these brilliant conversations of, of what's possible, right? What's possible for each of us? What's possible for all of us? You, you, you know my shtick right now. I'm, I'm a firm believer that it's all of us or none of us at this point in time. Um, we, it's, it's just the way it is. I was, I was in reflection, actually, this is perfect for this conversation. Um, cause I was in reflection recently, somebody had asked to read, um, one of my theses from, from my master's thesis actually on how to teach issues of race to white people. And in that I was reminded of one of my very, very, very favorite quotes. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to take the time to look it up, but, um, and I, Fanny Hamer, I believe was how she pronounced her name. Um, I could be wrong. So, so don't quote me on this, but the quote was about, you know, what you don't realize is that as long as you're, you're um, standing on top of me in the ditch, we're both in the ditch, right? I want to get us both out kind of thing. And so uh, as I was, I was reflecting on that in that space, that was such an interesting entry point for my own personal development. And then the, the full circle as it comes around to, to what I really see vibrationally at a collective level is I, I, believe that to be the next phase of the personal journey is finding yourself in everyone else and being able to see the divine connection in all things into yourself into the world essentially i I suspect that is um exactly the phase that a lot of us are facing who have already walked these journeys and so connecting in with our guest today was a real gift quite you know happenstance spiritually guided whatever it might be we both found ourselves on the wisdom app and, and, um, and I, you know, just felt drawn in and one day the timing was perfect. We ended up in a chat together and, and that led us here and, and truly from the place of we all, you know, we're holding this, comp- this collective energy of, of we, we just need to start talking about things and mm. doing it in a way that we can connect in. And so queen be divine, that, that is her walk. That is her, her <laughs> essence. That is her. You can feel her already, a writer, an inspirer. So please join me in welcoming queen to the show. Hello, love. How are you? Oh, I am blessed. I'm feeling great. Thank you for asking. Oh, I'm so delighted to sit in this space with you again. We had we had such a good time in that that little blip in wisdom, and we're like, oh, I think there's there's more here. So so we're going to keep at it. And really, what attracted me to you was the conversation piece, and then the the just contrast of the black and the white, right? And that was my walk for so long of like, how is it possible that we have such disparate realities? Like, how can this be right? And so, like with people I love. But how how are our worlds feeling so separate and so distant? And so so that's really what what connected me in here. So I thank you for being here, and, and we'll we'll get into all of that yumminess with you after we ask the first question, which is, what are your superpowers, and how do you use them for good? Oh, well, thank you so much. You know, it's funny that you asked me about superpowers because I am really truly drawn to the superpower the, um, movie. Um, genre. <laughs> and I, I remember when, when I was, was a little kid, 
I, I, I really believed in magic. You, you didn't have to drill um, the Wizard of Oz or the Lion, the Lion, the Witch, or the Wardrobe into mice. I knew that it was real. Mm. It was real. I knew this, and I knew I had a superpower that could get me into that world if only I could figure out what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the Holy Grail, right? <laughs> yes. Um, but the, the 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 magical piece about that is that the fact is that I believed I had one. Mm-hmm. And that drew me even closer to finding that thing, that what it was. And it was in- introduced to me at a very early age. I left home when I was about 11 years old. Um, and around 11 years old, I remember living in my childhood home and saying, I'm going to die if I don't leave. I, I, it was, I was very conscious of it. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you why or how my death was going to occur, but it felt that if I didn't change my trajectory or where I was at that moment, it was going to happen. And at that moment, I felt this, this, this voice say, go now. And I remember looking around, looking everywhere under the couch. And I'm, and, you know, I was home for lunch. So I was very blessed to be by myself and people not looking at me going, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was looking and looking and it said that three times. And on the third time I just went. And since I was already in the space of, I got to get out of here. I packed a paper bag full of clothes and I left my childhood home in Toronto, Canada. And I, I ventured out into a world that I had no idea what was going to happen, but I knew that voice was right. I knew it. And as I grew up, this voice um, became a part of me, but it got, it got shut down because of pain and pain has a way of do that experience people, mm-hmm. peers, um, adults who choose not to believe that childhood or even children have this power. Mm-hmm. And I was very, I was very sure of myself, which caused conflict from many adults because adults have that, some have that ritualistic belief that they are smarter because, and Mm -hmm. that doesn't always play out to be true because I realized as adults, we sometimes, if we do not learn to hold this superpower that I'm talking about, we can go awry. And I see it in reflective of society. And my superpower was my intuition listening to the the changing of not only my voice or other voices, but that subtle change of energy. Just like when the moon changes sign, I can feel it. I can feel it that something needs to be altered with me. I need to look inside and say, hey, is there something I need to be paying attention specifically to this day? And ever since I left home at that age, my goal was to make sure that my intuition took me into a world of of, of of places I wanted to go because that's where I was going to find the highest vibration to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. In that fairy tale, you know, people call it fairy tale, but it's a real tale. It's a real tale. The, right. the illusion is to let us believe they're just fairy tales, but the truth is they are real. They are real. So my superpower, although... Um, you know, I some you know vision it as being beaten up and all that. It resembles my journey. I had to get it up, get it out, and put a megaphone on my my um my intuition. And now it's the only thing that I listen to. You know, and and, and that to some it might come across as who do you think you are? And I just respond and say, I am my God. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so much in that. We are talking all today all about do you do you? And I, I realize I'm so excited <laughs> for this conversation. I never even mentioned the title, and and it's perfect because we were doing us right. This is yes, this is the connection we were drawn in, and the conversation gets going, and there's such a wealth of information in there. I want to come back to that, before, but we're going to take a quick break first, um, folks. <laughs> yeah, you feel her, right? You can get it. So. <laughs> So bluntreflections.com, go check out Queen Be Divine and make sure if you have not signed up yet for the Superpower Experience, the Experience Your Superpowers event on the homepage, go to superpowerexperts.com. Join us there. It's a free virtual experience. I promise you, you will feel yourself and you will feel what you're capable of. That is my commitment to you. And that's where you get that fire, right? That, that, mm, that essence that lights up um queen today and so so stay tuned folks we're gonna be right back after the break talking all about do you do you with queen the divine we'll be right back after the break hi everyone i'm tonya don reckla executive director of superpower experts are you ready to master your life are you looking for more calm and peace connectedness in your relationships more clear communication guided thoughts and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Science of Superpowers. We're talking today about do you, do you with uh, Queen Bee Divine because that is really at the heart of this journey, right? As you heard before the break, um, clearly this, this willingness to listen to that knowingness inside of us guides us on very different trajectories than what the world may lead us to believe is possible. I was listening to you and I was thinking to myself that um, I'll connect you in with our daughter, Neva, because she runs um, her second podcast, Now Leave It to Neva. And her journey was um, was quite unique in the sense that, you know, we, we did see that. And my husband and I both looked at each other. We're like, okay, we have a choice here. We can either work to help her stay in connection you know, or, or work so that we don't try to draw her out of connection, or we can do for her what, what so many of us felt were done to us because the world wasn't quite ready to receive individuals mm-hmm. that, that are connected in, right? And I believe all of us are born that way. Um, and for whatever reason, we had the perfect container to really look at that. And so we chose to hone it. We chose to harness it. We chose to, to look at ourselves as pass-throughs for the divine, essentially giving her getting her to her divine parents, essentially, so she could know that essence inside of herself, so she could get that clarity that, that you've come to know and appreciate about you. Um, and, and, and so we did a little experiment, you know, and it's, it's, the results are tremendous, you know, from, from material results of her best-selling book to her Superpower Kids podcast that retired in 2020 with, I think, over 2 million downloads, you know, that, and it's it's great, like, oh, check the box, look at what she could do. But what that tells us isn't just that it was possible for her, but that it's possible, right? It's like you're talking mm-hmm. about the fairy tales are real. And it's like, if one of us can do it, all of us can do it. Yes. This is something that's so important for us to remember. Now, circumstances are hard. Like, like you know, I don't know how many of you left home at 11, you know, so, <laughs> so uh, maybe your hard circumstances and, you know, maybe it gets a little bit of a different light shined on it from that vantage point, because sure, things are difficult and we get to choose, right? There's the second you can make the choice to say, okay, look, like this is, this is the life I, I, I stepped into, whether I chose it, whether it was happened to me, whatever your belief is, 
what am I going to do with it? Mm. What am I going to do with it? Right. Like, right. like in how we choose to express in those moments is it dictates everything about what we get to experience. Um, and some of us chose or, or were plopped into whatever, whatever that looks like some pretty challenging experiences that continue to this day. And so I know a big question on people's hearts is like, how do I do me if, if my environment, my world, society won't mm. let me, right? So, so can you speak to that a little bit? Most definitely. And thank you for the question. Um, you know, I, when I was very blessed that when I left home at 11 um, to really have to, um, I was in a city. So I had a lot of resources and a lot of mm. you know, ideas, what, what I wanted to do and what my instinct, instinct, sorry, instinct was, or intuition was ready to tell me I was able to follow that because now I was free. I was just, Ooh, I'm great. If I, if I wanted to go into the grocery store and, you know, you know, give me my, you know, big brown eyes about her and have someone help me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it allowed me, it allowed me to. And once I got in the group home, I found it interesting because when I really played into my intuition, I said, I don't think I should be doing that. I, and I would very, very vocal about it. I'm like, nah, I'm not, that ain't me. That's not mm. me. I remember someone, and I remember her name was Julie. She was a British lady, and she had this wonderful accent. <laughs> I remember it clearly. Um, she she said to me, and she she got into the idea of color. She said, "As a black woman, you're going you're going to find a lot of things, and I I know that you need to really listen to yourself." She said, "I remember. So don't be afraid." to be that person because as a, as a black child or a black woman going into yourself, you are going to come against stuff and it has nothing to do with your intuition. It'll have to do with your color. So your intuition is going to have to be that much more mm, umped in this world because you have a lot mm. of things on you. Right. What so don't an angel you had there. <laughs> I know. Ooh. So do not, don't get the two confused. Because you're you're going to have a lot of people who are going to confuse your color with your intuition. You can't. No, 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 no. I can, and I will. I will. Um, and and how did I migrate to the world that a lot of people that like, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that. You know, being a group home, I had to listen to certain things. I mean, I, ha- I had a curfew, but what I did was, how do I get to a place where I don't have to listen? And I know it sounds a little backwards when it was, you know, I did me in the sense that I made sure that when someone said, are you going to be here at six? I showed up. If someone said, are you going to be on the phone for 15 minutes? It was 15 minutes. So when it was time for me in my group home to apply for open curfew and open bedtime, they just said, go ahead. And then for sure, I just followed my instincts because people saw that the instinct that I was following was doing me good. So a lot of people just couldn't argue with me. They just said, Mm. you know what? I don't know what your mama did and why she let you go, but thank you for being here because you're showing many other kids and, and, and you what to do. And I became a leader by default. Did I like it? I can tell you I didn't like leadership because I wanted to be free. I want, I don't want you to follow. And the world, I remember Julie said, she goes, no, 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 no. You don't get to choose that. See, because you are what you do. People are going to follow you. And that's the responsibility of finding your superpower. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I see where this is. All going. right. <laughs> I got you. I love it. I'm, I'm just picturing like a little you like traversing the world. What a great yeah. story. That, 
Uh, it's a fabulous journey. The um, and, and what a beautiful, beautiful part. My my my, I got kind of caught up in um, this beautiful dance that you were doing with instinct and intuition, and and what I heard was instinctive intuition. Yeah, instinct. right. And so it's like yeah. it's like turning. It's like allowing the intuition to become the unconscious competency. Yes. Right. Is essentially the reprogramming. It's instinctive intuition. It is the go-to place. And how do you get there? You train it. Right. Yeah, you so, train so in it. our language and in, in, in the, the SIFA method and everything else, what I would say about what your process was, was the, you, we were able to manage the avatar in alignment with who you knew yourself to be. And so when we identify as our inspired selves, the intuitive self, the God within us, who we are, right. Then we were able to then look at our avatars as an asset. Mm. Right. Not who we are. It's like, this is, this is how I interact with the world. Like I need, Oh, I need to get in relationship with this. Like I need to get some management over it. Right. Cause we teach that we express energetically at mental, emotional, cellular, and vibrational levels. And that dictates the experience we have. So when we're not in tune with them, most people are not in tune with their vibrational. Actually, most people don't even know that they express emotionally at an energetic level. And so, um, so it's easy to read, right? Like when you're instinctively intuitive, you, you can read all of this because you know your own energetic output. You can read others' expressions of that, right? You, you, if you know your expression, you see expression in the space in front of you, you, you automatically have an insight into the other person, right? Because in what they're expressing into the space. The key to our our connectedness, how we can do us and still be in society, like you're talking about, like you still had to live by harmonics, you know, within the environment, but you learned how to use that to your advantage. It wasn't a a hindrance. It was a, oh, if I do this, then I get this. And and it's funny because that was one of the first lessons we taught Neva was like, how do you get what you want? (laughs) Right. Which most parents would be like, uh, that's the last thing we're going to teach, but but it, 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 it starts to bring to light all the shenanigans that we do to prevent ourselves from getting what we want. But we say that we're doing it to get what we want, right? And it makes no sense. Because as you know, when you live an intuitive existence, the other version doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing logical yeah. about it, right? So awesome. it, 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 oh, it's, I'm, I'm kind of in this space of this, this beautiful dance with you. So talk a little bit more about moving that then into... Um, your adulthood and what did you realize as you started coming really coming into your own and moving out of the home and and where you could have that freedom right essentially well I'm sure I'm sure on some level you've always carried the fact that you're that you're equipped to be leader you're equipped to be um, a mentor you're equipped to be the model you're equipped to show new things so I I don't know um, maybe 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 freedom was, was was takes on a different nuance there um, but how did that translate then into adulthood? Well, once I, once I, thank you for asking that, because once I got out of my group home and, and I was about 19, I realized the ultimate truth. <laughs> now I have to have this freedom, but I don't have someone catering to my needs, meaning mm. my is paying rent. <laughs> These are the things that you don't think about. <laughs> like, oh, that's there too. <laughs> It's easy to listen to your instincts when that's the only thing that you're taking care of and it doesn't affect you if you don't pay $50 towards here. And then I had to start learning the in my intuition when it came to money. 
And it, it all came around with my worth. So now that I, I had come through this, this childhood and, you know, doing all this, you know, intuitive when learning to, to be, you know, in the group homes and listening and being respected and having this leadership energy, I was suddenly like going into from, you know, grade school to high school, you're at the bottom of the total pole, so to speak. You're like, okay, mm. okay, okay. I see what I see. what Oh my God gosh, I see what I got to do. And then I realized that I had to adjust the, my, my childhood to adulthood. And I had a lot of emotions to deal with mm. a lot of worthiness and unworthiness. And my instincts were telling me that in, in order for you to get to that, Hey, I'm doing great. You've got to work with this. And instinctually, I didn't want to intuitively. I didn't want to, everything mm. was no, because in the world, uh, um, you know, when you have a job, you can't say, well, you know, intuitively, I don't feel like coming in today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to to My intuition is telling me not to work today. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares, you know? So I had to learn how to balance that in my life. So then I had to, as life went on in my twenties, I learned that if I don't want to come up with that question of don't going to want wanting to work, I've got to find something that I love to do. If mm-hmm. I don't want to have that that boyfriend doing these things, I've got to really make conscious effort to find someone who resonates at my level so I can avoid some of the pitfalls. Um, was I successful at some of them? No, because at around 19, I, I was faced with a decision and then I had an abortion. And it threw my instincts instincts off in the in a way that I couldn't even imagine because I had sense of unworthy. What did I do? Did I really do the right mm-hmm. thing? Why life is precious? And it went against everything because I kind of grew you know I grew up with a religious um, background, but it wasn't something that I I I, I, I transformed it into something spirit. It was so much. And then when I met my spiritual mother, this this woman of Oh my goodness. I saw myself and I went, I want that. That Mm. is what I want. She, Oh my goodness. This woman blew my mind. And she was the guide, the catapult that got me here. And when I started working with this woman, she made my instinct, the only thing was in the room when me and her was in the room. It wasn't about when I told her this, she'd be like, okay, so what do you think? And I'm like, no, that's not what mm-hmm. I'm, no, you're supposed to tell me. No, 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 no. She's like, this world ain't getting any easier. So you need to get mm-hmm. this sharp and tight girl. Don't play. And I'm like, okay. So she mm-hmm. would think, I would certainly see things manifested. And at a certain age, I departed from her. And I knew I grew because when I first met her, I was in her room every minute trying to talk. Blah, blah, blah. And, and then I do. And then by the end of it, she would call me. She said, would you like to see me now? And I said, no, I got this. And she was like, oh. And I saw my growth and how she was so important in transitioning my childhood self into my adult self and waking me up back to my truth of intuition by telling me this, the, your intuition was never wrong. It was never wrong. You have you, you do you, you have to, you have to talk to you. You have to live with you. You do you and have faith in what you do. Everything you do, even if it takes time to to work things out. And one thing you do not forget when it comes to intuition is the process. Even though you feel it, know that there's a process and (laughs) faith in that process. Have faith. Mm. Mm. I love that. That's a common conversation in our house. It's like, it's not about the topic. 
Yes. Like the topics are just to bring us together so we can develop the processes. Um, we have been in active pursuit of this 24-7 inspired family sort of model, proving that if we build the relationships correctly, they will continue to evolve and allow everyone within them to evolve also and not drift apart. That's mm. been our that's been our quest from since my husband and I wrote into our vows that we were walking toward oneness together. We wanted to see if it's possible. Right? Mm. Is it possible as two people to realize ourselves in each other and, and the divine in each other and become that together? And so so the relationship <laughs> container is what allows for that to happen. And then we extended that into the family unit of like, right. okay, if we truly know that Neva is connected in a whole being unto herself. And yet her avatar still needs to be trained. So, so it's almost like we were able to join forces to assist her in training the avatar, but it was like a team effort to train her avatar, right? It wasn't, well, it, it has to be this way because this is what we think. At two, she asked for her own business cards and we were like, no. And she said, <laughs> why? And I, we said, because they're for adults. And she said, why? And we said, well, I looked right. at Jess. I was like, do you have an answer to that? <laughs> it's like, nope. <laughs> I was like, well. Guess you get business cards, <laughs> and, and it changed everything because she she shook hands and she said hello and she introduced people and she looked them in the eye and she learned how how to how to communicate and how to talk about her ideas and then how to sell things and how to you know so the training that you didn't get as as a as a child per se in the business aspect she was able to get because of our really unique situation and so to your point and what's possible and what can happen with the right resources and support mechanisms in place. Sky's the limit with kids. In fact, what we learned is that she actually teaches us more. And I, and I know parents say that as like, this, Oh, la, we learn a lot from our kid, but no, really like from an evolution perspective, she is the better version of us. <laughs> yeah. like, why would we not want to follow her? Like, <laughs> yeah. like if, if we think we're, we're the only ones who know anything, we miss a huge opportunity to allow her to guide us into what comes next. Right. And that's how we're getting these huge chasms between generations, between different groups, right? It's like, uh, no, I, I want to know what your world is like. Like, I love my world. I love me. Yeah. And yours looks kind of fun too. Can I yes. work over there? Like, can I play too? Like, like how do we share versus, versus feeling like we're giving up things or like someone can take something from us, right? Right, right. Um, you so know, it, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I, what, just to say to what you're saying about the big chasm, like I make an effort each and every day um, to allow my intuition to guide me um, to people from very different um, walks of life. A lot of people will see me and I, I, I you know, I, I hear people say, um, wow, you are a black woman. I didn't know this about you. And I said, but here's a conversation. Just ask me, just talk. <sighs> Yeah, just talk your intu right. if intuition tells you to to look at me and go talk to me don't listen to what you think might just just use your mm. intuition do i look like you know just do i look like i will respond to you and the worst thing can happen is like I'm, I, i'll say no that's okay mm -hmm. we've survived that before <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, it's okay we've all been rejected it's all right we, we'll get over it and, and i and i do think we allow that fear story to 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 take far too much precedence in in that dialogue and and similar to how we met it was just like uh, that's a yes you know and just just going and, and what happens is when you allow yourself to be guided intuitively you really do get this fuller richer experience of life um, it doesn't mean it's all rainbows and unicorns but in but your experience of it can still be 
rainbows and unicorns, even when it's tough, yes. right? Because when you're looking beyond, when you see beyond this existence, this existence, it, it, it's, it ceases to be so incredibly personal um, mm-hmm. and treacherous, right? Like you, you exist beyond, therefore your experiences can actually be beyond. And when you allow for that to sink in, you right. find yourself having an experience of a world that most people spend their lives denying that it exists. Yes. And you can't really explain it. It's like, no, I live in the <laughs> same world, but I don't. Like, I really don't. Not how you're describing it. Like, not at all. Like, my world doesn't look like that. It's like, but you're right here with me. I'm like, kind of, I'm not, actually. <laughs> um, no, not right where you are, actually. I, you're seeing a reflection of me that makes you comfortable, and that's fine. You can keep playing with uh, whatever you think I am there to you. But that's not my experience. Um, and really having the courage to speak that and say, I get what this looks like to you. Right. And I'm saying my experience is very different. Yes, that's like powerful. accept it, don't like I it, it doesn't impact my experience. It just tells me more about you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I know, you know, you and I, I mean, we, we could just be sitting here having coffee and everything. And so 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 in, in this conversation as we're as we're wrapping it up on the do you do you. Um, let's let's give our audience something of of like this sounds great. They're excited about it, right? Maybe they haven't faced some of their demons. Maybe they haven't overcome right. the obstacle that just looks too incredibly huge to them. I would I would hope that that your story is inspiration in this sense. I mean, just picture yourselves at eleven walking out of your house, right, and not knowing mm-hmm. what was going to happen next, and and allow that to sink in for a second. And, and in some level, we know collectively that she was fine. Mm. Right. Yes. Like that, that, that was an okay thing for you to do. Yeah. Right. And so let that sink in for a minute. Like, what if we all knew that? I, I was reading this article a couple of years ago now about the young female who traverse the entire world in a boat by yourself, right? I, I, I don't know all the words and the details, but I, it sunk into me of like, yes. Yeah, you can conquer the world. 16 or so, I don't remember. It's like, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, and yes. And, and why would we be afraid of the world? Mm. Right? Why would we be afraid of each other yeah. if not a program? Because it doesn't really resonate with any of us, if we're honest. Yeah, it We does, don't yeah. want to be afraid of each other. Um, we don't want to be afraid of the world. So, you know, this quandary that I've been sitting in lately is that we've been running the podcast since 2016. So hundreds of people I've talked to thousands overall who all say the same thing, that they want deeper connections and authentic love, right? And they want to be free to be themselves and and know that it's going to be received and celebrated as that. And and so we know what we want. And then it's me, yeah, but how do we do it? I was like, yeah, well, you know, in every kindergarten class in this country, we know how to do that. Like, you, you're nice to people. You, you, right. you, you follow the rules that are for the betterment of the whole, right? When, when you disagree, you talk about it, right? We know, we know the rules. So right. we do actually know how to do it. We've proven it. Many of us have done it. And so, so then on some level, I think we have to start being a little more honest about the fact that we know what we want. We know how to do it. Why aren't we? Mm. <laughs> right. What what is it that we think that this world offers us, or, or the world that we had experienced offers us that's better? And 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 so what? How do you how do you help people walk through that quandary? Like like maybe I'm being overly simplistic, but I do think it's that simple. Of like, well, why I wouldn't think, we? You know, I think for me, when 
when, when, when people ask, like, how did you get to this place? I said, you know what? I, I learned that one of my biggest, biggest issues was comparison. I would look at somebody else and like, how do they have that? Why do they have good family? Why do they have this? And while I'm saying they, they do, do thou, you know, my, my journey is my path is, is just being, you know, there's, there's tumbleweeds on my path. And, you know, the God is like, where are you? I said, oh, I'm over here comparison. You're wondering why I'm not getting this. Get back on I'll be with you in a minute. Because while you are on someone else's path, admiring what is not yours, your path is getting covered with dirt and other crap. So let's keep it clear, you know. So I'm just like, oh, I see what I'm doing, and that was that was a lot of who I was. And comparison, it's okay to look because you go, oh wow, I love, but don't forget that your journey is your journey. Do you? And my mama used to say something. She used to say, if there is a God that goes up, you know, you die, you talk to this God and you transform into however you transform it. And this God is going to look at you and it's not going to ask you, so how did Mary do? Um, uh, It's going to ask you, how did you do? What did you do? The reason why I gave you, um, for me, and I speak for myself, dark, beautiful skin, because I wanted you to accomplish something in that skin. Because there are things people need to learn because of you. And I believe that you were the expression with your dark skin and your brown eyes and your giggly laugh that will make people want to hunger, ask you, how did you do it? And I did it messy. I did it clean. I did it ugly. I did it pretty. However they label it, I did it. I And I did it with one goal and one thought in mind. It might look messy now. But I tell you, it'll all work out. And that's what intuition is. It, if, it, if it always looked neat, we would all be jumping on the bandwagon of intuition. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I'll do that too. Yeah, give me Can one I of those. <laughs> but Can I get 10? <laughs> but sometimes my intuition led me to really dark places. And in that space is where I learned things like faith, mm-hmm. compassion, um, Patient, you know, patient, especially my intuition didn't give me the answer saying, okay, I would say I'm hungry. And my intuition said, hey, if you leave right now, walk down the street, just go. And I would go, I wouldn't find a food, but I would find someone who said, you know what? When you got $10, you buy this, this, and this, it'll last you three weeks. And I'm like, oh, see what God, I see what's going on. So I'm not looking for food. I'm looking for, just follow my intuition. So I, instead of getting mad, it, getting to a bump and not going, oh my God, the answer is not here. I let the process happen. I realized my skin is my skin. And as long as I do me, I will arrive at me all the time. Mm, beautiful. I love that. I, it's such perfect timing. Like I said, I've been back in this, my, my life review is taking me back through my work in intergroup relations and intercultural communication. And, and, and I taught white racial identity for a long time, like really that journey. And I hadn't revisited my thesis in quite a while. It was a personal account. And right. part of it was in my mind, some, when, when the person asked to read, I was like, uh, you need to remember, like that was decades ago. Like in my mind, I was a little embarrassed about my journey. Right. right. And, and I went back and read it and I, and I looked at my husband, I was like, that was fucking brilliant. Like <laughs> brilliant. Like I don't remember feeling that brilliant in that moment, truthfully, you know, and we don't. And so it was so 
wonderful to go back to it and say, wait, no, like I did know this all. And that is part of what I call the life review or this life regression is as the inspired self or the divine self, when we meet up with it, it gets to shine a light and help us reimagine everything, <clears throat> all the messiness that we got, uh, you know, that, that we use to survive certain situations, right? All of the, the, um, band-aids and, and duct tape. <laughs> yeah, you know, gum, it. you know, <laughs> like trying to keep us together. Like it's, it's rare, yes, like it's rattling, yes. but it's gonna, it's gonna land, right? We're gonna get there. Um, gonna- the inspired self comes back and goes, and you were also this too, mm. right? All along, you were also this too. And one of the most beautiful things that I, and, and, and in alignment with what you were speaking to, I, I shared a story in that thesis of um, during part of my journey, I, I was going to understand race relations if it killed me, right? And mm-hmm. um, and so I lived with um, a few football players, actually, uh, from inner cities all around the country. How it all came to be sounds very bizarre. I don't even remember the details, but here I was living with these young men. And, and at any given time, half the team would be over, right? But most of them were self-proclaimed white people haters, truthfully. And it was like, well, this is interesting. And um, one of them came home from practice one day and said, you know, a guy on the team was saying, you know, if you hate white people so much, how come you hang out with that girl? And he's like, Tonya? And he's like, yeah. And, and he said, she's not white. And I looked at him. I was like, uh, honey, <laughs> like I studied all the research and I'm pretty sure I'm the definition of it. Right. And, um, and I said, so if I'm not white, what am I? And he goes, well, you know, he goes, God didn't make very many of you. He said, but you're colorless. Because, and this is the color you needed to be to say the things that you're here to say, right? And I'm paraphrasing now, but it was, I sat there and I was like, okay, totally not in accordance with the racial identity theory. I said, but gosh, if that wasn't one of the most brilliant compliments I'd ever received. It, and, it, and it felt so true in my soul of like, we can supersede this, not to discredit it, not to downplay it, not to erase it, not to pretend like crap didn't happen there, that it wasn't messy. But really, truly, at the heart of it, we are also all of that as well. And so it was such a beautiful gift, and I carried it in my heart forever. You know, little little comments that 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 our divine will 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 just let us witness. You know, to keep us going. Right? I'm like, no, you're you're on the right track. You know, you're doing well. And the little reflections of of of, of that guidance, and I think it's so important to hold in our hearts is like, yes, we all play a role, and yes, we all have certain stories and 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 circumstances and everything else. And at the heart of it, when we're being really honest with ourselves, we do know there's more. And in that place of more, all of us are there. And if all of us are there, then the things that we think are so incredibly important that divide us now truly cannot be. Mm. And and when we can hold that in our hearts, I think we can come together from a very different place. And so thank you for the inspiration and the road that you've walked and your remarkable journey and the story. And um, and like I said, I could sit and talk with you all day and I, and I suspect that we have a lot of, um, conversations to come. I, and, and I, and I plan to, to pour into that relationship because it feels important when we find people we resonate with to connect and to hold on. And yes. so, um, invest in those relationships folks, because that is where we see our reflections and where we're able to vision into what comes next for us. Um, what, what final thoughts would you like to leave with our audience today, Queen? My final thoughts 
is, you know, you had mentioned something, um, you know, about the whole race relations. And my intuition really led me to my husband, who is, is a white man. And if my intuition didn't tell me to just, just strip away what I thought I saw hmm. and follow my gut, I wouldn't be married for 22 years. Mm-hmm. And happy. what a journey it's been. We've had, ah, oh, what an amazing journey. And most of it, if not 99% of it, at least has been on intuition. And it took us, both of us nurturing our intuition. I would nurture his by not stepping on his process of learning and, verse, and vice versa. Intuition is important. And a little thing I always do that inspires my intuition, I try to make a meal once a week by just using my intuition to allow it to guide me to make a meal with just a splash of that, a shake of this, a little mm. bit. Um, and just like life, Use your intuition to add a splash of joy and love to get outside your comfort zone and listen to that thought because we're not here to live in a box. We're meant to unify in a beautiful whole human circle that continues to support each other by making them do them and support another, your children, your husband, your friends, your coworkers in them doing them because it empowers them to know that they have the power to create the future they want. And that is what we need to go through, go to as we move forward in this new age of Aquarius, so to speak, Mm -hmm. is trusting the fact that we have the power to create the world that we've all imagined as children, as fairy tales, to know that is, that it can be if we just focus and listen. Mm -mm. Well, amen to that. And I'm on board and so wonderful to to see myself reflected in you. And so thank you for the beautiful gift today. And I know all of you can see yourselves in this conversation also and hold that in your hearts. It is real. It's, it's as real as we make it And 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 so pour into that, hold that tight, make sure you're checking out bluntreflections.com because now that you felt queen bee divine, you're going to want to be around her. And come into the superpower <laughs> space, folks. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up for the experience. Like I said, trust me, you will. This is important. This is where you get to kind of know, how, like, like the doing of you comes from a space that is almost indescribable, right? What? How do we find me, right? Where do we get that? And so, so that process, experience your superpowers. We will guide you. To, to feel that that is your space. It, 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 and, and once you remember, no one can take that from you. Please join us at the experience. That is our gift to you. It's a free virtual event. Um, Queen, thank you so much for joining us today. I love your walk and, and, and your work and, and the fact that you're courageously having conversations and inviting them in. Um, everything about you is just incredibly delicious. So thank you so much for, for, for doing you. Thank you. I I really love it. You know, I thank you for having your site and and creating it and and becoming that 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 space that people can realize that what their superpowers. Yeah, there mm-hmm. is. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, and and we love you all. Love each other. Until next time. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.